Hey, it's Charlie. Thanks for listening to the Encouragers United podcast. That's right. Hey, if you've just joined the podcast, we are so excited that you're here. We are actually uh, showing the Chosen series, this, uh, you know, dramatization of the Gospels, one one episode a week at our church here at Walnut Creek Mennonite. And uh, we just thought it would be lots of fun, mm-hmm. but also maybe helpful to some of you that as we uh, follow through with each episode, we would just talk about it a little bit here in the podcast format. Yeah. So, had a good night last night, right? Yeah, it was great. You know, shorter episode. Uh, you know, I talked with the youth kids afterwards when we broke up into small groups, and they actually called it uh, a bottleneck episode, which oh. is something from so the TV show Community, which is on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's like a big uh, comedy series. Yeah. But uh, they, you know, point that out in one of the episodes. They're like, oh, this is a bottleneck episode, you know? And so, <laughs> which is like an episode where it's kind of different from all the other ones in that it takes place in a, confi- in a confined space and follows... A certain amount of characters, like a limited yeah. number of characters, and so right. it's kind of different than the way the other episodes are structured. and And so this was kind of like a bottleneck episode. It Ryan is. Hampshire pointed that out. That's so. a right. That's yeah. a great observation because what we do is, uh, if you remember, in the first two episodes, we've been really excited to see Jesus. Like when he shows up in these first two episodes, it mm-hmm. was like, oh my gosh, yeah. there he is! Very powerful, yeah. emotional, and, and so. This episode is completely different. So yes. he's, um, we'll get to it in a moment, but he's out on his own. He's in the wilderness uh, camping, basically. Uh, has a fire, a tent, you know, making things, wood, uh, got a little bit of food. Mm-hmm. Um, but we see a completely different uh, demeanor, a, a completely different attitude. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he really, they, they do. They use this episode to develop the character uh, the actor to to really stretch out as Jesus yeah. now because he's going to be interacting with children. Yep. That's basically the title uh, of the episode. Jesus loves the little children. Yeah. And before we get into it, Owen, I want to actually talk about this concept that's brought up in this episode, childlike faith. Okay. A childlike faith. And so Jesus uses this actually in the gospels. You may have remembered. He says, listen, if you don't become like a little child, you can't enter the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. And you will have a childlike faith in order to be my subject, to be a, a part of me, to be yeah. in our kingdom. And so let me just start by asking you, what are some of the attributes that you think of when you think of a childlike faith? You've got some children that you've grown up with in your family, yes. right? You're the oldest of seven children. Absolutely. What? And there's a couple younger ones that are still at home, yeah. obviously. Uh, my youngest brother's four. That's so. right. <laughs> What's a childlike faith in your mind? Oh, man. I mean, I th- you know, we talked a little bit about 
this before we started recording, just talking about the episode last night, but, you know, the word that kind of came to my mind is malleable. Like, you mm-hmm. know, when you have a childlike faith, it's kind of like clay and it's not formed yet. You have, um, you know, an ability to accept things. It's wonder, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, um, you know, like there's an innocence to it. Yeah. And it's, it's great. not, uh, premeditated. It's just like, I'm going to take you for who you are. Yeah. That's what I think of anyway, is that I just, Jesus said it, so I believe it. Yeah, I grew up in a Christian home. And so, like, you know, when people ask, like, my testimony, it's not something to where I can be like, well, like, I had this, like, huge come-to-Jesus moment. And, like, you know, there's been many instances throughout my life that has, you know, shaped my relationship with the Lord. But, I, you know, when I think of a childlike faith, I feel like I kind of lived it firsthand a little bit. Like, you know, when you you grow up and, you know, my parents did a great job of just kind of, like, spinning everything spiritually mm-hmm. and like, okay, mm-hmm. this experience, Owen, like this is how it applies to, you know, this is Jesus and this is right. how he loves you. And, you know, you kind of grow up and I was very sensitive to those spiritual things. And so it's very personal, like mm-hmm. to think of a child, like wonder, like, you know, um, just growing up in that way. It's, it's the way you view Jesus is not through a lens that is cynical or uh, with questions. It's very, just open. Yes. And yes. Yeah. It's It's vulnerable. It's vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. I I think that's, that came to my mind too, is that oftentimes when we deal with the trauma of our life, uh, of which all of us have had, I know you've mentioned that you feel like you had a great upbringing. And again, I I appreciate that because I did too. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there are trauma moments in our life where most difficult things happen. And for me, a lot of that has come uh, to I have to reconcile that the little boy in me mm-hmm. was hurt. The little boy in me was traumatized. Yeah. And so, and, and then if I never got over that, then I carry that even into my adult you know, life. And so I think this episode really captures uh, something that if, if one will really reflect on it, yeah. it it's really deep. Oh it's my. very profound. Yeah. And it was a short episode, like you said. It's only 30 minutes long. Mm-hmm. but it, and, it, and it actually brings back so much of the biblical narrative yeah. into the one episode. So the writers here are trying to almost accelerate, uh, I think, trying to accelerate our understanding of things like the Sermon on the Mount, uh, Jesus' temptation in the wilderness, uh, you know, some of his teaching mm-hmm. and his integration. And so what I want to do in this episode is just kind of look for those connection points okay. where I call them Easter eggs or little breadcrumbs, yeah. you know, where, where something happened and it sparks you to remember a spot in scripture where Jesus said that, or this is what was going on yeah. or what happened. Mm-hmm. And so let me challenge you here. Okay. What happened in this very first episode or the very first scene? Yeah. Because the episode starts pretty heavy. Yes. And it's like, it's a, it's a short 30 second clip. It's like really, it's not very long, but you see it kind of cross cuts different, you know, times of Jesus is, uh, you know, at his campsite, there's a fire and he is praying to God and he's, uh, it shows the different, you know, different levels of him praying. Like there's, you know, there's a scene where he's really in anguish and he's Mm -hmm. crying and he's, uh, kind of crying out to God. And then another mm-hmm. word, it's very reverent and he's, and he's, uh, reciting a very like liturgical prayer. And it's like, so it's like, he's kind of wrestling a little bit mm-hmm. with God. And, 
yeah, it's just, it's it's very powerful because you see a lot of emotion in yeah. how he is praying. And yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's one of the aspects that I think you and I saw this a little bit differently as okay. we talked about it. Sure. And so what did you think of when you were seeing that? Yeah. So the first thing I thought of was, and, and I might have applied it a little bit to like my own experience and, you know, just like my life and, and like calling and stuff. It's just like this idea that he's wrestling with uh, waiting. You know, because Jesus, you know, it was like 30 years before he even began his ministry. And uh, yeah, like when when you grow up knowing that you're the Messiah, like you, you are fully God, fully man. And, and to, you know, wait that long to go out. And it's like, I don't know. I looked at it, him like praying like, Lord, when am I going to be able to go and do this? Like, right. when, when am I going to go and preach to the nations? Like, when yes. when is my time. Yeah. So that's kind of oh, how awesome. I looked at it. That's yeah. a great way to put it. When is my time? Yeah. Because I think that's going to play out in, in, you know, the future yeah. when, um, maybe even next week, sure. we're going to hear him say, I don't but, think it's my time. But you, you had know? a completely yes. different well, I did. interpretation. And, you know, what, what sparked me right away was that if we remember from scripture, Jesus was actually called out by the Holy Spirit to the wilderness mm-hmm. for 40 days before his ministry began. And he was tempted by the devil he fasted, yeah. he prayed, obviously he was alone. And it's this uh, foreshadow, or I would say flashback, or a, like I say, a, a reference to Jesus's time in the wilderness as a preparation wow. for his ministry. And so we both saw it similarly, Yeah. but I, I'm linking it directly to scripture that, oh my goodness, he's yeah. out in the wilderness. Well, that makes sense because it was before he was baptized, like he was in the wilderness. Right, before. yeah. So that, that would line up pretty well. <laughs> so it works for me. That, yeah, that, absolutely. Like, what would that look like? Well, he didn't just go out with nothing. I mean, he yeah. had wood, he had a fire, he had a camp, maybe a little tent. Sure. He was, you know, he had little tools like knife, you know, knife or, a you know, splitting axe or whatever. <laughs> you know, he had things, yeah. but he went out by himself. This yeah. pilgrimage was where he was. Yeah. And so that immediately connected for me. Um, but we are introduced to basically the other main character here mm-hmm. in, you know, after the intro, it's a young girl. Yes. So tell us what you, what you gather from Abigail. Yeah. So, um, Abigail is this girl. She's very kind of adventurous. Like she, you know, she kind of asked her parents or her, her mom, especially, Hey, am I allowed to go out, you know, and do this and hang out with this guy and, uh, her friend or whatever. And so she's very, she's, she's a kid and she yep. is, uh, very independent kind of like yep. she wants to yep. go out and, and explore and she comes across this man in the wilderness. Oh my goodness. And she's yes. very intrigued and drawn yep. to him. So yeah. uh, the next, like that night she's like, Hey, I want to go back out. She never mentions who this man is or that he even exists. I just want to go back out there. Can my friend come with me? And so yes, that's how, how right. we're kind of introduced to her. But, yeah. And I'm not sure that the parents ever really know no. that that's what's going on. Right. And, and, you know, even my wife, Wendy, uh, you know, God bless her in our discussion period, she said, this was unrealistic. There's no <laughs> way that I would ever let my daughter, you know, yeah. um, but it, it is probably for that time, you know, it was, it was a little bit different. Yeah. She's kind of a, an adventurous young girl. She stumbles across uh, the camp, yeah. you know, where he is. Um, at first I, I thought it was cool, but that she was very reverent, you know, like she could have taken something. She said, I didn't, I didn't take anything, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and that comes back because yes. then the next day or so she comes back and she brings a friend. Yep. She was bringing a friend and they're hiding behind this little rock, you yeah. know, rock pile. I love this scene. It's awesome because he's working away and you know, they see Jesus and, and then he begins to pray. Mm-hmm. 
And it's really sort of comical, but mm-hmm. it, it's like he's just praying, Lord, thank you for this or whatever. And then he and then he says, if there's any children around <laughs> that are watching me, mm-hmm. but I pray that they would not be afraid. And, you know, and then he starts making funny noises yeah, and they're they giggling. Raspberries and, and, yep, and, yeah, raspberries. Yeah. And so they're giggling behind the, you know, behind the rocks. And so they, they basically generate or formulate this relationship. Yeah. And so they talk a little bit, ask a couple questions. And then she leaves Mm -hmm. and, you know, he is definitely an endearing character. Like you just see his eyes and Mm -hmm. the way they've portrayed this is, you know, it's really beautiful. They make a, they're emphasizing, you know, certainly the human nature Mm -hmm. that that Christ possesses, that he is fully human. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that that, you know, for some of us, especially maybe older folks, yeah. you know, like we, we don't even think of him that way, that he would crack a joke or that he would wink or that, you know, like yeah. he, that he would be that personable. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the essence of the story that this is rooted in right. is if you remember, it's like, I think it's Luke 18, maybe even Matthew 18, that, you know, people were bringing their children to Jesus mm-hmm. and the disciples are like, no, 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 don't, don't bring the children, quit bothering the master, you know, quit mm-hmm. bothering the rabbi. And what he says is, no, don't stop the kids. Let the children come. Yeah. Let the children come. For for these are, are our precious future, mm-hmm. you know, and the the kingdom of God is theirs, mm-hmm. you know. I really appreciate that they depict Jesus, like, in this way. Like, they take that verse and they really take it literally. Like, yes. Because, you know, the, the kids are very drawn to Jesus, but the way that Jesus interacts with them is he doesn't talk down to them. Yes. <laughs> and that's the coolest thing about it is that he's very... Uh, he's he talks to them on their level yep. without like making them feel inadequate or small oh. or that they're any different than the way he talks to adults, which exactly. is so awesome. Yeah, like, it's just that's just very much Jesus, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Like, and, and another thing that personified this was like they came so early the next morning, right? So yeah. they woke him up. He was sleeping, <laughs> and then it's so comical. Like if you remember the scene, so he wakes up and they're standing over his tent and there's like a whole group of them. Like, Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like she brought all of her friends now. And he goes, you couldn't wait. You couldn't wait just 30 minutes. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Like, uh, okay, well I'm up, you know, yeah. we're, we're going to do this. And so the, the rest of the episode is really about Jesus teaching these children yeah. various things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so there's so much packed into this, and it's oh really goodness. good. Yeah. Um, it's like a montage. It, almost, yes, it, right. It yeah, just a lot of time passing. Uh, yep, the kids every are working day. with him. Yep, yeah. every day. He puts them to work. They're they're carving on these spoons and, you know, cleaning bark off trees he's and wood. He's telling stories, and, yep. and he's giving teachings, yep. and it's very cool. Yeah, uh, it, it really was. It was. It's just a beautiful kind of picture. Um, and so, like, there's aspects of the Sermon on the Mount that mm-hmm. come into this. Yeah. I think the teaching is kind of layered that way. Mm-hmm. Like, at one point, he says, uh, as part of a teaching, but he says, you know, I am most pleased with you when you're a peacemaker, which is this, you know, reference back to blessed are the peacemakers, yeah. for they shall, you know, inherit the earth. And so there's this interaction with a young boy yep. that was pretty cool. And it's so real life, right? Yeah. So the young boy is telling a story. Do you remember that part? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the boy, uh, was he, he, I think he got pushed around by another kid around his age, and so he retaliated. He's like, well, he pushed me, so I just pushed him back harder. Like, what would you have done? That's right. And, you know, he says, even even the Bible, even the Torah says, yeah, eye, eye for, for an eye. eye. Yeah, that's huge. But Jesus stops him. Yeah. And it, and it was like, whoa, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. No, that's 
for like a court of law. Yeah. Are you the judge to decide eye for an eye? No, you're not. I believe you know? the boy brings up like that their teacher, like their rabbi, I forget, like Rabbi Josiah or something. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the name, but like teaches like these things. And there's a lot, there's a couple instances in the episode where he's like, well, our, our rabbi said this. Mm-hmm. And the way Jesus presents it is like, he's like, well, listen to your teachers and always honor and respect your teachers. But, you know, their wisdom how does he word that, Charlie? He's he basically like, says smart people yeah. sometimes don't have all, all the, the wisdom. Yeah. All the answers are all the wisdom. Yeah. And so the like, and what that for me immediately re- reflects back to these points in the Sermon on the Mount where mm-hmm. Jesus says, you've heard it said, yeah. don't do this, but I tell you, do this. You know, that like, uh, you've heard it said, mm-hmm. do not murder. That would be what your rabbi taught you. Right. But I tell you, even if you're angry with a person and you call them a fool, yeah. you've committed murder in your heart. Yep. And so he's like taking this whole thing to a whole new level. Right. And I think he refers to that even during his conversation with them to say, people are not going to understand. Mm-hmm. But you, you're special. You are going to understand. Yeah. And you are going to be you know, leaders and teachers and lovers of people. He doesn't hang on to it. That's right. He'll never let that go. Yeah. I think another thing that was really powerful is that he asks them at one point as a group if they know how to pray or what do they know their prayers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do they know the Shema? The Shema, they call mm-hmm. it. Yep. S H E M A. And so there's a very powerful scene. And you and I talked about this, but the kids all recite the Shema, which is yeah. the Shema is Deuteronomy 6. Okay. The Lord your God is one. Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God is one. Love the Lord your God with all of your heart, your soul, and your might. And the kids recite that together as they're working along. Mm -hmm. And Jesus gets very emotional in that scene. Like, you you know, when they start reciting it, it kind of, you know, zooms in on Jesus. And you can just see that he's he's not overwhelmed, but he's very taken back just by the gravity of, like, the kids know this. And, And I think it's also him anticipating the future of what, yeah. what he is going to be doing and in his ministry and yeah, the importance of it, that it's all on his shoulders, you know, and that's, Absolutely. that's a lot. Yeah. Well, and that they're praying to him. Yeah. See, there's these snapshots where you go, Oh, this is God yeah. in the flesh. You know, God's son, Jesus Christ is fully God. Yeah. That's part of our theology, our belief system, our doctrines. And so we look into those eyes mm-hmm. who that are welling up with, tears when these children in childlike faith are praying this prayer, you know, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, like he's, he, he, I think he comments, he says, I love it when you pray like that. You know, I love it when you say that, Yes, you know, it's like, oh, wow. You're like, does, (laughs) is, is that how Jesus responds when I pray to him? Yeah. You know, well, yes, that is exactly what God wants from Mm -hmm. us. Uh, an honest relationship. Mm -hmm. And so then, you know, it may switch a couple scenes later, but he he teaches them how to pray and he he teaches them the Lord's Prayer. And so he's reciting them, you know, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. And so it's really powerful. And he's he's instructing them. Mm -hmm. Now, there's interlaced with that, these moments of comedy where he's singing a song, you know, Oh, blessed are the people when they all get together, you yeah. know, and they're working together and he makes it fun. And, yeah. you know, then they're walking and going fishing together. And I love like, it. it's awesome. It's so cool. Yeah. yeah. And I, so I think it's powerful too. 
I don't know if I, I can't remember if we were talking about it before we started recording or if it, if it's already mentioned in the podcast, but just the idea of like working alongside Jesus, yes. like, yes. you know, the kingdom work. And yes. it's just like, you know, and even the kids are a part of that, but they it's were like, busy. Yeah. it's a metaphor. It's a reflection yeah. of like what it means for us as Christ followers, like to walk alongside him and yes. to, to build his kingdom with, with him leading. Like, yeah. it's just, it's pretty cool. Well, and here's what I would say to you as okay. a young, young, younger person, a younger leader, you know, there's something endearing about the work that you're doing with our youth here at the church, you know, or teachers or other pastors or mm-hmm. mentors or coaches or whatever. Right. There's a certain approachability, a trust, uh, a love, you know, a relationship that Christ builds with these children yeah. that is the model for how you and I want to interact with people everywhere we go. Right. Right. Yeah. So there's a certain love and a trust and a strength and a, you know, a stability in our eyes, in our hearts, when we deal with people. Yeah. And that is the Holy Spirit working through you and me, you know, to come alongside somebody. And, you know, it's not a, you know, holiness is not just about what we do. Like, oh, you got to do this, do that, do this, do that. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do this. It's not a to-do list. Mm -hmm. It's a relationship. Yeah. And so that's what this episode represents to me is that it just right out the gate here, week three, you know, he establishes and and lays down, I think, a new way of looking at our faith that maybe, you know, maybe we forget sometimes. Mm-hmm. God just loves us. He yeah. just loves you. Yeah. And he just wants to be with you, you know? Right. Like, and so why not spend more time with him? That's you right. know, we got so much that's going on in this world. We got so much busyness and life and, you know, stuff. And, you know, that, that's all good stuff. Sure. Whatever. You know, you're working your job. You're loving your family. You're you're doing whatever. Even us in ministry. Yeah. You know, we've got tons of stuff to do. Absolutely. But what's really most important, right? Yeah. And, and these kids exemplify a priority in that relationship. That's pretty powerful. Yeah. And I think it's so cool. Like, and I didn't even think of this until you mentioned like that idea of like, you know, us in ministry, you know, we are there for the church. Right. And so, uh, yeah. And so it's that trade versus purpose thing. Right. Yes. Yeah. Touch on that. Charlie. Well, what he said in the episode is that, you know, like, well, what do you do? Like they keep asking him all these questions. Right. And it's really comical. So like, where are you from? Where do you live? Why don't you have a house? You know, kids do that. (laughs) Kids just ask the silliest questions. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, there's an old there's an old uh, television show that, uh, you know, kids say the darndest things. And that was, you know, part of this flashback for me, you know, like when kids say the darndest things, you know, that's right. Exactly. Maybe before my time too, but uh, (laughs) there's this television show where they bring kids on and they interview them and then they just say the funniest things, you know? Well, that's kind of what I felt during this, these episodes, but he was teaching them to say, listen, you know, I do have a job. Mm -hmm. Like that's my trade. And he's like, are you, are you a carpenter? You know, he's, well, I'm, yeah, sometimes, and I do, I am a tradesman. I make things for people, and, you know, that's that's what I do. And, in fact, he's like, what are you doing now? And he's like, I'm making this lock and key, you know, or whatever. But he says there's a purpose. Yeah. There's a bigger picture to life, you know. It's not just about your trade. Mm-hmm. And so that's the contrast, is that it's not just about what we do yeah. for God. It's not just about, you know, the, the, the daily to-do list. Is there's this bigger purpose of having a relationship with God yeah. that permeates everything we do, mm-hmm. but it's not, you know, it's not generated by what we do. You know, it's, it's sure. the reverse. And so that's what I think he was emphasizing there is that you've got a purpose. Yep. 
Even you, children, right. have a purpose in life, and it will be above your trade. It will be more than just what you do. It's yeah. who you are. And wow, you know, it's just... How profound for those yeah. children to learn that. Exactly, that yeah. Young, and and, and to look that. into their little faces, you know, and to, to... It's just, you know, kids are endearing. Yeah. And so it warms our hearts. And it, it actually inspires me. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know about you, but it's just when we invest in the ministry of a church or a school or you know, uh, even a sports team and youth sports or whatever we're doing out there to invest in another child's life, not to mention investing in our own kids' lives, you know, Mm -hmm. um, but to do that, look in their faces, you know, there's one scene that was so capturing for me is like, he, he started asking them questions and the young girl, Abigail was really quick. You know, she's just raise her hand. Like, (laughs) I know, I know. And, and and she would answer and then he'd ask another question. Oh, I know, I know. And, and so then there, he kind of pokes fun at this, you know, boy versus girl thing. Yes. Because obviously, culturally, it would have right. been common for the boys to go to a Bible school or a Torah school. Yep. Whereas the girls weren't allowed or didn't do that. And here the little girl is Abigail the one. Knows her, she knows her Torah, man. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. She's answering all the questions. And so he pokes fun at the boys saying, hey, what's up with her? You know, she's she yeah. doesn't, you know. And then he finally even stops her. Yeah. And so for those of you that are teachers out there listening, that's so fun when you've got one pupil that just really <laughs> is on it, but you want the others to get involved too. So yeah. he was like, why don't we see if someone else can answer the that's questions? Right. You know, so it was very gracious. It was Some, really... Someone in, in actual Torah school, if, they, if they're actually learning something. <laughs> that's so, right. Yeah. See, if the, see if the people who are actually taught this can tell me. Yeah. So it was a great you know, image of just someone coming to their faith for the first time. Like, you, yeah. you know, these new Christians, you remember maybe when you first believed, it was like, wow, this whole new world, yep. you know, and so let's never lose that. Right. That's let's that never lose that. faith and yep. wonder. Exactly. And so it's really powerful. Um, yeah, there's so many connections. You could almost watch this That's again. The thing. It's and like, then, even for it being a 30 minute episode, it's so layered. It's yeah. like everything that is said or, or displayed is just like we could talk we could just dissect yeah, and yeah dissect i know her. i know yeah but um let's talk about the last scene so so, the, so he packs up his things yep you know he's obviously going to go back up into the city start mm-hmm. you know the next season of whatever yeah um well, but the young girl yeah there's one day there's one day where jesus isn't there they they go to check on jesus yeah. and he's not there and then they ask the next day like well where were you yesterday last last night right yeah and that he references you know he said there was a woman who has been very uh, sick and had needed help for a long time and so he went and he he helped her wow and so that kind of calls back to what we believe or, or should think you know timeline would be you know, what that's we right. saw at the end of episode one. That's right. He helped yeah. Mary. That's right. But, so that was uh, powerful. Yeah. And so, but the little girl, uh, Abigail, she shows up one morning and the, the campsite has been deserted and, uh, you know, Jesus has, has left. And so, like he said, he would. And so uh, throughout the whole episode, Abigail carries a doll. Like she has like a, a little yes, doll that she that carries her mom around made. and yep. she just kind of just plays, you know, in, around in the grass or when she first stumbled upon Jesus's campsite, she is, you know, playing with the doll at the yep, campsite. Yep. Um, but there's something there when she shows up that what's left behind is basically a dollhouse. You know, Jesus was a yes. car- carpenter by trade throughout the episode. You see him carving things, you know, with wood and it's pretty cool because it's awesome. It's a it's a big dollhouse with like there's horses to play with and she can take her doll out, you know, from her dress and she 
starts playing and the dog, and that's like, right. And Jesus leaves a note for her too, yes, which is right. which is big. Yeah, yeah it's huge. It, it, that note was scribbled out on a piece of wood. It says, you know, Abigail, this is for you. Yeah. I know you can read. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh man. And so I cool. did not just come for the wealthy. Like, because there's this moment, I, we didn't talk about it yet, yeah. but I mean, the, you know, or, you know, I'm, I don't come from like, my parents aren't rich, you yes. know, and my parents aren't wealthy you know, right. and my mom made me this doll and it's this little raggy, you and know, Jesus says, well, sometimes that's, that's not a bad thing. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Sometimes that's a good thing <laughs> that's right. that you don't come from wealth. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't worry about all the, you know, there's a lot of stress that comes with having yeah. a lot of money, but anyway, so all this gift like there's an actually even a, a little part of this that it lingers back to like a manger scene. It almost looks like a little manger okay. scene that we would, because there was a little bed. I don't know if you realize that there sure. was a little bed under the little lean to. I didn't catch it. Yeah, there's a. It, it looks like it's a manger. It's an image. It's that it's is an much image like that the nativity scene. Huh. Exactly. Okay. So like. Many of our families get out the old classic family yeah. nativity each year, oh, yeah. and they have the shepherds and the sheep and the you know <laughs> yeah. the cow and the you know all the whatever. And that's what I thought of when I saw this. I'm like, oh my goodness, he's been carving her yeah. a little barnyard scene that looks a yeah. lot like the manger scene, and her doll is exactly the toy that she could play with. And so it's a beautiful ending yeah, to the episode is. to just like whoa, like. All this time he was thinking of her. Yeah. Like, or all this time they were working on things that now he gave her. Yeah. You know, and so like, wow. Because, you know, her family is poor. She, yeah. They, you know, her only toy was that doll. And so now right. she has a dollhouse. Now she has a dollhouse so farm Personal. Yep. And so yep. uh, just, yeah, just, I just love the way that they are depicting Jesus. Yes. Like, it's so it's cool. powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, anything else on your mind here? One last thing. Yeah. Because there, I think, and it was, with talking to you just a little bit kind of got my my brain spinning a little bit and you know the idea they showed Jesus a lot throughout the episode at the end of the day he before he goes to bed he recites this prayer yeah. to the lord and it's very liturgical yeah. and it's yeah. the same it's the same prayer every night and you know in the way the episode opens he's you know talking around the fire he's you know he's crying he's praying to the lord and so you're seeing time that he spends in prayer Building, you know, his relationship. Obviously, the the yes. Holy Trinity, but yes. he has a relationship with God. He's, he yes. he takes time to pray, and I think it's so powerful when we talk about like the trade versus purpose, right? Like yep. what we are doing in ministry is that in order to be there for the children, in order to be there for the people in the church, like we have to spend time, you know, person like in our office or in, in, in the Bible, praying the yes. Lord in worship, right? Like we have to, you know, devote our time, like in the way that Jesus did following his yes. example, spending time with our, our God so that it can be an overflow, that we can yes. have the patience and be there for people that need it. And I think oh. that's just so powerful that that is not said outright, but yeah. it's there and it's being displayed. Yes. Which is well, cool. and, and throughout the gospel's narrative, you, mm-hmm. you do see Jesus retreat to quiet places by himself. Yes. And he's constantly maintaining his own mental health, his emotional health, his yep. spiritual connection. You know, he's staying grounded and foundationally sound. Yeah in his own life as a responsibility right. because of his relationship to his father. Right. And so for you and I, yeah, absolutely. He the crowds to go. Yes. And so yes. that when it was time to be with the people, he was he was filled up. Right? Oh, my like goodness. He had that time already personally alone. Yes. Oh, with the Lord. Lord, make it so. Absolutely. May that, that's what we want to do. Absolutely. And that's what I hope you as a listener will appreciate is that, you know, we have a responsibility 
to maintain our, our own relationship with God. And, and sometimes we get it so caught up in the do's and the don'ts, like we have to do this or don't, you know, can't do that or whatever. It's not about that. It's yeah. about a relationship. Yeah. And when you get chances to get encouragement from people, that is so powerful because what we see in this episode overall is that the children actually comfort him. Yeah. The children are actually ministering to him mm-hmm. in some ways. It, when he's out in the wilderness, he's, he's in anguish. He's being tempted. He's, mm-hmm. you know, he's alone. Mm-hmm. He's lonely. But these children are the comfort that he brings. Mm. And so, actually, I want to share something that just really blew me away this week. And again, I, I, I hesitate to share it, but yet it's so rich. Sure. And it's so powerful for me as a minister, okay. as a person that's a pastor. Absolutely. So, even just last night, okay. of all nights, we have a family, you know, lots of kids. And a mother brings me a piece of paper with a little picture drawn by a young girl. Okay. okay. Maybe even just... Abigail's age or a little younger, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's it's unbelievable. Like this is it's just God timing, yeah. right? Wow. So real life, this mom brings me a piece of paper. Okay. And I won't mention any names just to protect, you know, all that. It's sitting right here. It's, it's, it's right here. Drawing. You see it. And it's a, a cross on a hill with some birds and a sunshine, you know, and clouds in the sky or whatever. And it says to Charlie. Mm-hmm. So that's that's to me. Thank you for being kind. Thank you for teaching the big and the small and the blind. Hmm. Wow. Thank you for making me understand. And thank you for making this church grand. <laughs> thank you for doing great things. And when you're around, fun is what it brings. Wow. That is awesome. Love in this, this girl's name. Man. Can you believe that? That's awesome. She writes this keep poem. That forever, man. Yeah, no. That'll, that'll, uh, that'll fill your tank, huh? That, oh, my goodness. And so I have my own personal experience now to minister with children and to encourage them. Yeah. And, you know, really, I can tell you all that I have. I've not been a primary teacher of our kids. We have others that are really good at doing that. That's right, man. But all you and I, and not even you, like in our children's area, yeah. we have very we have great, great team, yeah, team of people. But you kids. and I are supportive to that. Yes. And so even with my interactions with this young lady, I have just you know, giving her a high five or a little fist bump sure. and I've cheered for her and I've, you know, certainly been up front on the platform and, mm-hmm. you know, doing music and, you know, you're, you're doing the same, but dude, it's, yeah, it's it has an impact. It does. And so God is in it. Keep doing what you're doing with our youth. I so appreciate what you've done here in just a short year and a half. I appreciate uh, it. But, but you have the, the opportunity to yeah. be Jesus right. in the life of someone else. And so what last night's episode was about for me mm-hmm. was a model for how Jesus wants us to be yeah. with other people. That's right. And so it was just, it was really powerful. Thank you so much for this, uh, mom, if you happen to be listening right now, <laughs> yeah. and your child That's and right. your children, and for the great uh, boost that this gives me of encouragement yeah. uh, to keep loving people just right where they're at. That's right, man. And to be no matter the Christ. Age. Yep. Like a letter Christ. like this, man, is just like it's it's just as it's just as powerful and and fulfilling to receive as you would get from uh, someone on on the board of directors yep. or like exactly. the elder team. Yep. Yeah, you someone got it. in a in a leadership position. Because, and I'm getting those cards too. I'm not, yeah. I know you are too. Yeah. <laughs> and and we, we, I mean they're so life giving and so thankful. It's Pastor Appreciation yeah. Month. And so sure. oh my goodness, it just means so much. Yeah. But yeah, this this is powerful thing. So it doesn't matter the age, man. Yeah. Pretty good. No doubt. 
Well, hey, thanks again for joining us on this week's uh, episode of Encouragers United. Go make it a great day, everybody. We'll see you next week. Thanks. 